Welcome, Man. guys. No, I'm not Monte Cristo. What's up, guys? This is the Cloud9 in your mom's butt. No, I'm just kidding, guys. All right. This is the Cloud9 podcast, season one, episode 13. So there's lots of delays in everything in life. You know, my dad was delayed in my life and he never came back. Scuff everything. We're going to jail. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. No. I'm just fucking with you guys. It's the Cloud9 Podcast, season one, episode 13. We had an action-packed week for League of Legends for the LCS 2021 Summer Split Week 3, the LEC 2021 Summer Split Week 2. There's been a lot of interesting things going on in a lot of these games. You know, uh, NA looks like what NA usually looks like, which is pretty interesting. Let's be honest here. EU is looking pretty spicy, you know, so far. You know, Astralis played a really close game up against G2. Fnatic ended up going 2-0. TSM and CLG ended up going 3-0. Cloud9 lost every single game this past weekend. It was just, you know... Disgusting. Yeah, it was actually just horrendous, this level of gameplay that you know we had seen from cloud nine but how are you guys doing today actually uh pretty good pretty good how's t-root okay. doing t-root you there yeah. were you dead yeah i'm here uh, i'm here there I'm okay like letting y'all letting y'all talk it out <laughs> <laughs> um i'm third wheel on this shit third wheeling <laughs> do you need <laughs> a hug t-root actually i could hug you in uh what's that it's, word it's virtual nothing hugs? but three ways here man Oh yeah, yeah, you know. We uh <laughs> we, I'm good. We, we, I'm good. we cause we cause drama around here too, you know. Like yeah. um I, I heard through the grapevine, you know, that double lift, you know, called me out on stream earlier, so I'm gonna be talking shit about that guy, you know, on this stream. Hopefully it gets through the mm -hmm. grapevine of you know YouTube league content, right? <laughs> All right. That's the best uh, way of getting famous is to basically <laughs> hope that someone shit talks you. Then you can be like, "All right, <laughs> All it's right. go time." Now it's time so, for so wait, chasing. So, <laughs> so, so MSK is Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There we dude, go. Just start a diss track about Double Lift, and like I'll do, I'll, I'll make a rap <laughs> video. I'll, I'll make a rap video. I'll get some black girls twerking in the back. I'll get a nice car, drive around like a block. I'll, I'll wear like gold chains. I'll wear like sunglasses. It's going to be a banger. If I ever made a music video and started rapping, it'd be an absolute certified banger, actually. Um, but track, how did you feel about the LCS 2021 Summer Split Week 2 this past weekend, actually? Oh, God, it's painful. <laughs> it's, it's painful man that shit is rough isn't it's, it it's like i watch uh, i watch europe or like china or something before because you know i have zero time with work so it's just like i'm watching the vods and i'm just going through i'm just like all right we got the lck we got the L, uh the lpl we got europe and i'm just going through this i'm like yeah they're ramping up like lpl and lck like they're just fucking going at it Mm -hmm. uh the world champs lost to one of the lower bracket teams but it wasn't like you know they legitimately got shit on by this other team and it was just mm -hmm. like yeah they're kind of trolling but at the same time it's like those regions are so fucking competitive and then i watch na and i'm like it's just so bad <laughs> oh like that game uh for tsm versus int oh god <laughs> The fact t the t fact that TSM went three and zero this uh, they went three and zero this week I'm pretty sure um, yeah the fact that they did is just like I I 
cannot believe that they are still getting away with it. Hooney is legitimately carrying games that he has no right to be carrying. And it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so finally, now that it's like, rumors are that TL's uh, going to be benching, uh, what, is, what is his name? Not Johnson. Um, Jenkins. What, what, Jenkins, thank you. Uh, rumor is that they're going to be benching Jenkins again and bringing back Alfari. Uh, Zven's already been uh, locked in for next week. Um, so it's like, all right, all right, okay. Maybe we'll get some actual competitive fucking games in here rather than the clown fucking fiestas that I'm watching because the fact that even, even just C9 losing to IMT, fucking embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Uh, that is embarrassing. Yeah. King... At least Jenkins had some like sick outplays mm-hmm. against Abadage. By the way, uh, Abadage, really good. And hundred thieves have just been those, dumpstering. Those EU mids. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but dude, even closer, like closer's Diana. He had a really that, good Diana it, game. Yeah. In that game versus TL. Uh fuck, man, they it was just so good. It was clean. So like my thing here. Uh, with because there's a lot of news to discuss, obviously, when we're gonna go go through some things, and it's just like the LCS, like, generally, when I'm like going through a lot of the um Twitter feed for the LCS after you know the post games, or man, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, with you guys, I've been watching League of Legends for like literal years at this point, like, too long, right? Literal years, right? And mm-hmm. it's been always hell for these post game. Um, uh, match breakdowns, you know? So, like, you know how, like, a, a team will lose and they'll be like, hey, so you know, we lost to X team, GG, well played and shit. The fans, it's always toxic in those threads when the fans of those teams lose. All the time, man. And, like, toxic, I'm saying, like, lightly, I don't really personally care, you know, for me. I'm not a sensitive person anyway. And we're going to talk about toxicity because that's been the thing that's been brought up recently uh, in the league Ooh. community based off the... uh. TL versus Alfari versus Jat fiasco, you know, that's been going on and stuff like that. So for me personally, I think, I don't know, it's hard to really explain it and break it down for like a lot of people because like for me personally, I can't speak for everyone. I'm not a sensitive person though. You know, I don't buy into all that like new age bullshit a lot of people are trying to spout at me oh you gotta always be nice to each other you always gotta be very like common courtesy to each other guys i'm being honest here you are on the internet like what's wrong with you you know like Mm -hmm. you guys are on the internet that's not really going to like you know be a factor into like IRL conversations though. So like the average person gonna go because remember like did you guys see that thing with Travis where he was um talking about like potentially the LCS owners wanting to remove Academy? Then it was revealed that that never was happening and shit. And then like Jacob Wolf came in the Twitter feed and he was like saying Travis has always treated him like him and other his other colleagues bad, right? And and then the people under that thread that Jacob Wolf was tweeting, right, under that Travis thing, they were like, you're being unprofessional right now. How's that unprofessional voicing your dislike of someone? Yeah, it's it's really tough to... T- Basically, I'm just going to lay it right out here. Mm-hmm. Um, the esports scene is fucking immature as shit sometimes. Yeah. Like, there is some definite 
heated shit that goes down in professional sports. Like mm-hmm. the shit that goes down in sport casts and mm-hmm. around shit like hockey, football, and everything like that. You want to talk rabid fans, tailgate parties. Yeah. yeah I, I, I live in Alberta and and so it's a bit redneck down here, but at the same mm-hmm. time, uh it just the sheer amount of competitive shit that goes down when it comes to professional sports is obscene. But the one thing you don't see is fucking trash talking little kitties and people mm-hmm. like calling each other out on social media platforms. Mm-hmm. That's reserved for like in person shit. The only time you really hear about like professionals kind of going at it in in the actual sports scene is when shit gets leaked. It's usually like some news article or someone from the back room who's like, yo, I heard this or I got this recording or here's like some insider information and shit like that. And it's treated as a big deal because it's it it's generally mm-hmm. leaked shit that wasn't supposed to get out. Having it this public and just like having feuds on Twitter is fucking pathetic in my mind. Like you're supposed to be adults. Go talk to each other. Oh, you don't like someone? Well, guess what? I deal with people every single day that I don't like, and you don't see me going to Twitter and be like, I don't like my coworkers. It's like, <laughs> no, you fucking go talk to them first. You could avoid all, maybe, maybe it's a publicity stunt. Maybe they're just like, they see this drama and they're like, oh shit, marketing opportunity. But like, who I, I could say if that's, if that's the way they're doing it, that's a fucking, that's a toxic way of dealing with, uh, of, of mm-hmm. building a fan base. Like, yeah. th- th- this is just how I see things. Like, because toxic is such a such a misused word in a lot of people's vocabulary, though. You know, what's toxic to me is, like, let's say, like, you're at school, you're taking your lunch uh, fucking tray, you're trying to sit down, and some bully sits next to you, swipes that shit away, and just, like, maybe punches you in your chest. That's toxic, right? Yeah. Okay, so... That, that's toxic, right? In league, if someone voices their opinion about why they don't like someone, that's toxic? No, I just don't like you. That's that, that's not the same, though. Like, these internet-sensitive weirdos have never been outside. They've never went outside and felt the sunlight, nor touched the damn grass, you know? And are not understanding human interaction. Like people playing playing this back. I know people are gonna play this back and listen to me, please. Stop calling someone unprofessional because of them voicing concerns. Because the thing with the world nowadays, you know, is like, hey, tell 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 us how you feel so we can help you and we can make you be a better person. Oh wait, if you tell who if you talk about how you really feel, now you're causing drama, you're being unprofessional, now you're toxic. You can't win with some of you people. What do you want? Well, there's a difference between talking to people and talking online. Like what what Alfari did is, in my mind, it's not so much that it was communicating to the fans. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's more the fact that that's the kind of shit that you are talking to another human being about instead of posting it on Twitter. Like, I get it. Maybe he was unhappy or something like that. Maybe maybe he and Jad had already had like a shit ton of conversations. And like this was just the end result of it. Like mm-hmm. Jat was being an asshole or something like that, or or there was some behind the scenes shit. We have no fucking idea. Nobody fucking knows. Um, or at least if they know, they're not talking. And so, like the only thing that I would say about in the the situation with like Alfari and Jat, it's like 
if that was your knee-jerk reaction to do, and you didn't problem. talk, that's a problem. It's unprofessional if you're not willing if you're taking it to the internet before you're taking it to another person. Because if that was Jat's first hearing about like his dislike of the situation or anything like that, like holy fucking hell. If I was in Jat's position, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Like so, yeah, and I get it, man. There's two different ways to look at this. Cause I, I don't think a lot of, of the league fans understand the ways that these situations usually usually handled. Like, more or less so, before we see these situations come out on, like, Twitter, right? They've already been talked about, but they haven't been broken down in the way that most people think they have been. Because, like, I would assume, let, let's just assume, because people watched that Thorne video. Like, Thorne basically said they had problems with Jet. They don't like his coaching. And Alfaro was basically like, fuck this shit, right? And he just told him like it is, right? Now... I would assume TL did the right thing in trying to correct that in some shape or fashion, right? But, you know, if there are genuine problems with, like, Jad and how he runs the team, I think the players should be able to voice their concerns about that and explain to Jad why they don't like his coaching style. Now, are they doing that in an unprofessional manner? I'm not there to judge that. I've, I wasn't there to judge that. I can't talk about the situation. But what I can maybe infer in my own personal opinion Maybe he potentially took it the wrong way. Maybe potentially, you know, people have to understand pro players have egos, though. But, yes, they, they know the game better than all of us do. Is it right or wrong? That's not for me to judge, though. Everyone has egos, though, you know? Very true, like, yeah. The, the same people yeah. that's, that criticize people that have egos also have egos, though. Like, I don't get why people assume these players having egos is so foreign to them. These, like... How would I say this though? It's like um, if someone tried to tell me about how to do YouTube, I wouldn't really listen mm. to them. And it's not because I I don't think you're not you don't you don't know what you're talking about. You're just not as knowledgeable in the space as I am. You know. Now, if you're giving a general opinion from an outsider point of view, that's different. But that's the thing. Is like I, I agree. Jat shouldn't have to coddle, coddle grown men when he's talking to them. Like you know, grow up, be a man, all that shit, right? But if they consistently as a unit don't like what he's doing that's a problem though you know and if alfari's talking to chad and going well your drafts fucking suck i could go like that's not really criticism though you got to break down why they suck though because i hate when people go your your fucking draft this team's draft suck can you tell me why this draft sucks or you're just being a fucking idiot oh well it, it, it's got like one form of engage in what in, in what champion they can't even like you know what I'm talking about like people try to bring their surface level analysis arguments and they have no substance there you know i think alfari potentially may have been in the right if he broke down why he didn't like what jet was doing that's the correct thing to do now for being on social media for me personally it depends because at, at some point people just need to vent their frustrations though and if they don't vent their frustrations who knows like their mental health could be compromised they could be, they could be getting hurt in some way you know, they could be thinking about the situation and dwelling on it, but that is something they should be able to talk about that. But, but who's to say they didn't already try to do that though. And it didn't work out, you know? Well, and that's just it. There's a lack of information when it comes to these sorts of situations and it sucks being on the outside. Cause we have no idea. We can mm -hmm. really only speculate, but at the same time, a lot of these guys are, you know, 17, 18, 19, it's Alfari's 21, old. actually. Alfari's 21. 
yeah. which is considered like old for for esports, which is fucking crazy. I remember when I was back at twenty one, uh, the level of expectations that were on my shoulders definitely did did not stack up to there. So yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure he's stressed. I'm sure there's a lot of emotions running high, but there's healthy there's healthy ways of dealing with things, and there's there's not healthy ways of dealing with it's things. True, yeah. And venting mm-hmm. on social media is a surefire way to just escalate things straight from zero to 100. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's what happened here. I personally believe that, like, in the case with Alfari and Jat, at least, it does seem like Alfari is upset and mm-hmm. Jat is doing what he can from his position in order to minimize the damage to the team because of the if if one important component of the team we've seen it happen where mm-hmm. one where one person is capable of taking down an entire team and just fucking over your entire yeah. scene forgiven dardock yeah. examples like that exactly yeah. yeah um and i don't well i don't necessarily think alfari dardock and, and forgiven and those guys uh you know, are, are <laughs> comparable to each other, obviously. Yeah. Um, the parallels can be driven where it's like, you know, maybe Alfari was trending in that in that direction. Maybe Jat's been in the game long enough that he's likely well, he's seen Jat. He he's seen Dardock, he's seen Forgiven, he's seen all of the you know, he's been casting for fucking forever. He's so, probably heard horror mm-hmm. stories of players exactly, like yeah. ruining their teams and shit. You exactly. Know? And so he might have seen some warning signs or something like that, and or or we just yeah. I, I don't want to speculate too <laughs> yeah, much more on that. Of, it's, like, it's like a lot of conjecture, yeah. a lot of hindsight, it's a lot of speculation. It's just one of these things where I hope it wasn't a situation where Alfari criticized him and like not in, even in a bad way, and Jack took it in such a wrong way that they benched their best player. Only to be in the situation they're in now, like Cloud Nine is, you know, that's the thing. Is although like, aren't we like sure that Cloud at this point sure that Cloud Nine is just doing that to try and resell King? Well, I mean, could they I resell no King after they did it? it? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, because we'll talk about Cloud Nine right after we get done with, with this. Is like for, personally, per, personally for like the Alfari thing, they say he's going to come back. What like his his bench was up in what the twenty seventh? The so week, on right before week five. Yeah, yeah. Did they give it an exact date? So isn't it, it was next like the twenty seventh? Yeah. So it's like this yeah. week coming mm-hmm. up, but it'll it'll be on like he could play the Sunday game. He'll still be out for yeah. Friday and Saturday. And 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 who's to say they play him though? That's the thing though. They picked up another Academy top laner by like what you guys told me on Discord. They picked up Dokla, mm-hmm. big Dolks. Mm-hmm. You know, my boy. You know. <laughs> so it's like, what do they do now? You have three top laners, Afari Jenkins and yeah. Dokla. Is Afari even gonna play? You know, there, well, there's I mean, no way. You, yeah, go for it. No, I, go I for was it. Gonna say, if you look at the um the verbiage that TL put out when they brought on Dokla, they're like, we don't think it's fair for Jenkins to scrim with the academy team and the main team while he's on the main team. So they're basically bringing in Dokla to mm-hmm. fill in Jenkins' shoes to like take some uh, pressure off of him. So maybe they bring you know welcome back Alfari with open arms and just kind of keep Dokla kind of as like a third string kind of. Back up. That's true. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, per- personally speaking, you know, at the end of the day, being a professional athlete is a job. And if you're mm-hmm. going to social media to like blast your boss or blast your coworkers because you're stressed, 
Like, get a private account. Like, get a personal account that's not linked to your your job. That's not, you know, TL Alfari. Get, like, Alfari Live. Or, you know, get, like, a personal thing to, like, vent your frustrations so you're not mm-hmm. creating all this shit and being seen as unprofessional. Because I think Alfari kind of effed up here, personally speaking. Like, but that's because he should be held to a, a, a level, you know, be befitting his job. So I don't really look at them like that. I just look at them as regular dudes, though. Like, these are regular guys at the end of the day, though. They're going to make mistakes. You know, just all, like, just the general stuff, right? And and it's the thing, though, like, he probably thought I'd, he probably thought if he didn't put that out there, then nothing gets better. But to be fair, that's one of those double-edged swords, though. Does that make it better? No, but it gives off flame and makes you laugh. Like, is that worth it? You know? I don't know. You know, it's one of these things where, like, if you guys have talked to people that are that are from Europe, they do kind of they are generally pretty blunt, but they don't really mean it the way you're taking it. You know, it's just one of these things where, you know, that's what League League of Legends is full of toxic people. And like, dude, people aren't really as toxic as people like to put out there. It's a bunch of like sensitive people that like to fucking voice their concerns. Now, as you guys already know, Cloud9 announced that Sven is going to be returning to the main roster for this week of the LCS 2021 Summer Split Week 3. Uh, Cloud9 went 0-3 this past mm-hmm. weekend. And I saw mm-hmm. that last game, and I was like, yep, Zen's coming back. There's no way you lose to your biggest rival, TSM, and you don't bring back Zen. Now for the Zen mm-hmm. situation, okay, guys, I don't – oh, my God. It breaks – my mind is completely blown. <laughs> Lab, Labber – Blabber has ran down almost every game since MSI 2021. He's been running down games during this split too. Cloud9's like, you know what? Sven, you're benched. My mind is blown. <laughs> My mind is so blown. Someone was like, well, Shurnfire is no better. Yeah, but Blabber running down games consistently is? Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, where's the justification in that? I personally believe they should have just benched Blabber. That's what I personally think. You know, I mm-hmm. think they should have given time to shun fire on stage because like blabber's not been playing that good this split dardock was like the best jungler in the league before dignitas decided to bench him too and then you also have other junglers like brox is playing really well uh speak is playing really well closer is playing really well i don't see the reason they've been like holding on to blabber this close i think my own personal opinion i personally think that after this year they're gonna get a new jungler at this point, you know, it, it's tough. Uh, it, bringing in King exposed a lot of Blabber's current weaknesses, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. namely that he struggles when playing without essentially all winning lanes, which is yeah. something we mostly knew from MSI or from MSI, um, mm. but you know when the team is all together. It's. I struggle to not put Zven Vulcan as a top three bot lane, and I struggle to put every single one of their solo lanes as not top two material. So there's very few situations where Blabber doesn't have an avenue to play through, or a win condition, or a lane to play through. Um, in the most recent games, what it really exposed is when Perks and Fudge weren't available to hard carry or to play as a win condition for blabber they fucking just fall apart and yeah no no shade thrown on king 
I'm, he's a great talent, and I'm sure team's going to pay, uh, pay a hefty sum to uh, to nick him up from Cloud9. Um, mm. But he ain't no Sven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that 0-0-0 zero, zero, zero yeah. uh, scoreline uh, from the TSM game. I'm just looking at that, and I'm like, Yo, King, you, if you're going to step up, you this it's is your game. day. Yeah, this you saw that game. game. You, you got to do something. <laughs> as, as I, as you saw that game, and you're like, all right, dude, you're, you're done. Yeah. It's one of these things where you noticed a significant level of drop in play when they swapped out Zven for King initially, right? And that's going to happen when they when you deal with any player, right? But it was consistently a drop in playoff every week. One week, he's walking into a bush with no vision, getting least in kick flash on Kogma giving over a game the other games he's it's not that he's playing bad it's like these the level of gameplay he's putting on right now is just not what cloud nine needs maybe he <laughs> could be a great adc in the future i think he's still a pretty good adc in general but he's a adc that's gonna be on a team like FlyQuest in the future a team like clg you know i don't think he's gonna be on teams like tsm cloud nine and uh, hundred thieves or uh team liquid i just don't see it honestly you know at his current level, sure. Now, granted, I don't really want to put King on blast because, frankly yeah. speaking, coming straight from Oceanic and Academy, he did totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lost every single game, but honestly, I would chalk it up a lot more to outside factors. My main concern mm-hmm. is just the fact that he didn't, he wasn't able to step up when they needed him. And Zven has consistently shown that at the end of the day, if Perks, if Fudge, mm-hmm. if Blabber, if Vulcan, if everyone is basically just like, we, we can't do anything, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. At the bare minimum, Zven is able to put on his big carry pants and be like, all right, guys, jump in the backpack, we're going in. <laughs> it's one of these things where, like, Perks also has been having issues too, you know? Like, just don't play sure. Renekton in mid. If, if you know you he even admitted on Twitter he's not been playing it that well, then don't play it then. It, it's you can't be good at everything, buddy. Like you're great. Everyone knows you're a good player, but even the greatest players on this earth aren't great at everything, you know? But then what if the meta doesn't change? That's what if well, what if changes. that remains? Sure, it always it always changes. Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like what happens if mm-hmm. we're in a situation where Renekton is still a top three, top five flex pick. Mm-hmm. I think for the team, they're going to have to eventually end up finding counters for that. That's what you have to end up doing. They're going to have to find other picks to put in mid lane or, or they're gonna have to put him on control mages more often though. That's the or thing. Or he pulls a faker and Renekton becomes a really <laughs> viable pick for him. <laughs> like, so what do you think? Like, can Cloud9, I mean, I think they can bounce back, you know, Oh, but, easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's the thing where, like, even them switching out Kings for Zen didn't make sense. Because, like, I'm not trying to rag on Blabber here, but he just not been playing good since MSI. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying he's bad, but, like, he's definitely not the player that people keep pay, making him out to be. He's, like, one of, the, one of the few aggressive junglers in NA, and he gets praised for that, right? But then no one likes to like say or talk about when he does bad, which is really crazy, but they're more than happy to talk about when other players play bad or miss a skill shot or do whatever. Blabber's been really, really 
like insignificant in a lot of their victories though he's been getting gapped in a lot of his jungle matches his padding has been kind of suspect he's been losing to junglers you know he's better than like Spica, a player mm -hmm. like him you know, I don't really know what's going on. Maybe it's a mental blocker boom he's going through. Maybe it's fatigue from MSI because, you know, like pretty much outside of King, all the players on Cloud9, even playing this week, went to MSI. They've, they've been playing since the lock-in tournament. Because factor in, now that the LCS is going to have like lock-in tournaments or the Kespa Cup tournament moving forward now, that's even more games you're going to play. Because mm -hmm. even by the lock-in tournament standards, dude, they played a pretty much a whole season during that, you know. So he played lock-in tournament, the whole uh, 2021 LCS Spring Split playoffs for the LCS 2021 Spring Split playoffs, MSI 2021, and so far Summer Split. Then they're going to play Worlds 2021. That is potentially Worlds if they make it. That right? is but, a fucking huge number of games. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I, I scrims as well. <laughs> I, I would personally agree that, yeah, he's probably, there's probably a little bit of fatigue kind of pump it in there a, mm -hmm. at least a little bit mm -hmm. it's I'm, I'm also gonna say this i'm this is reading pretty heavily into shit okay but they just came back from msi where they were scrimming against the best of the best mm -hmm. where they were playing against teams who you couldn't fuck up against true, and when yeah. you did it was basically over like, you had to pray for a miracle, and there was a 99% chance that that miracle wasn't coming. And so there is also the possibility that this team is potential. I don't want to use the word bored, but at least from a competitive standpoint, mm -hmm. they are feeling like they're not being challenged. Yeah. Because you see a lot of... I, I'm gonna just call it lazy play mm -hmm. um because i feel like that's the best description there's probably a better word for it but mm -hmm. there was a a lot of moments in the last games where i watch perks and i watch blabber and i watch mm -hmm. fudge um king not so much king just made in, in my opinion just i don't want to say rookie mistakes but he made the kind of mistakes that you would expect an academy player transitioning mm -hmm. to the lcs to make Mm -hmm. uh, you know, missing calls or not being 100% on the same board as the team, shit like that. Um, what I saw, Fudge, the mistakes that I saw Fudge, Perks, and Blabber making were not respecting their opponents and just mm -hmm. flat out making lazy plays. There was one, one game like a week or so back where Fudge recalled in top lane after after avoiding a gank <laughs> he like recalled in what he knew was a warden tri bush just like i don't i don't care guys i'm recalling fuck you and it was just but it's stuff like that where i'm just like do they care like is this or have we reached the point where they're just like oh my mm -hmm. god guys like we know how to beat these teams we know how to win uh, against these teams. And the only time we're losing is when we're literally just like one hand on the keyboard, the other hand jerking off and <laughs> trying, a th uh, trying a new player and everything. And they're just like, how hard do we need to handicap ourselves to make mm -hmm. this interesting? Mm -hmm. it, it's a long shot. It could be reading really, uh, reading really hard in this situation. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, it's possible that, you know, Especially perks. 
Because mm-hmm. let's be real, even the games against even the games that they're losing, like they're not losing because Perks is being like dumpstered by the other mid laner. They're not losing because. Uh, you know, Fudge is just being gapped in top lane over and over and over again. What was it? Well, some of the games are. Some of the games actually are. This, a few of them, right? But it's not like, oh, it's not like they're getting like shit stomped so bad. It's like, man, this team is fucking abysmal Golden Guardians level, right? You know? Like, okay, their game against TSM. Um, if you. That was an interesting game. I'll say that. That was a, Yeah, it was an interesting game. Um, so you look at the individual lanes and it was basically mm-hmm. just TSM was able to play as a team. Huni just popped in, was able to make a big fucking difference in in, in mid lane and oh, yes. Let's take over. The TSM game. Yeah. Let's so, <clears throat> yeah. Go there. So was that, you know, power of evil outplaying perks? No, it was TSM outplaying cloud nine. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, a better way of putting it is I don't think it's on the individual. I think it's just as a team, they're they're not mentally in, in these games. Mm-hmm. They're not... The competitive fire is just not there. They're not dialed into the point where it's like, we need to be taking these games. We got to fuck these other teams up. We got to put our stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. Um, we need everyone to be wearing a C9 brand by the end of it because we've just shoved it. <laughs> like the fact that we're the best so far up everyone's like this is what i was going to say about that cloud nine game well against tsm because this is the reason why i think they've been just playing a little a, l- a little bit worse because so right here as you guys see when i play this right so fudge is playing uh jace huni is playing um lee sin so the casters were like okay well if you get a one-on-one trade here that's really bad for huni because you have all that cs right there that's gonna be lost and obviously you know fudge is playing jace so he's gonna be able to shove him in more no that's the wrong way of looking at it he's playing jace if he dies there he doesn't get to obviously get more tower plates you know and he yeah. also gets to farm the wave coming up. So look, look at it this way. When you're playing Jace, you need to maximize your potential of always shoving down your opponent and beating them and beating them no matter what and making sure they're basically their lane is a living hell, right? So if Fudge, which he did, since Fudge dies right there, he he himself loses more than Huni. It doesn't matter if he's down in CS. Lee Sin is much more effective in team fights than Jace is. Jace has to poke from afar. Yeah, he can do into the skies and go in, but that's when you're committing to obviously killing. That's when the fight's pretty much over, right? Huni, later on as the game was actually going on, was way more effective than Fudge. Fudge actually ended up going 0-5 during that game and had no impact on his chase. I disagreed heavily when the casters were like, oh, yes, it's going to hurt Huni so much more. No, no, it's not. It hurts Fudge no. more because you're playing a pushing champ. You're playing a long-range champion that has to do well by 20 minutes in the game or it's essentially worthless, in pro play at least. In like solo queue, it doesn't really matter. But in pro play, if you play Jace, that way you have to win by a certain amount of time in your lane and transition that to obviously other lanes. Huni's Lee Sin uh, kick flashes were really good. Remember that Lee Sin kick flash he did on Perks? Oh, where he landed him beautiful. into the, the Victor's Storm? That was beautiful. 
perfect. Way yeah. more effective than, than Fudge. I was like, casters and the fans are like, no, like, Hooney, he should have did so bad. No, you're not watching the game. This is how you can understand what a casual is compared to a person who's watched League for so long. <laughs> Hooney made them that this is when you make the most of a bad situation right there for Hooney and you utilize your champion in other ways that his champion cannot be utilized in. Having Lee Sin means he gets to make pick potential. When you have someone like Jace, you have to be able to push lanes down. He can't push lanes down if he's dead right there. Now, can he, guys? That's what I'm trying to get you guys to understand. Him dying in that trade was the worst thing happened. He, they literally griefed the game by him dying like that, not joining aggro properly right there. The I game mean, was over from my, in my own personal opinion right at that moment, honestly. Oh, like they just gave up their strongest yeah. lane. It's over. There's nothing yeah. they can do. Blabber can't go up there anymore because if he goes up there, Spika's going to go up there because Spika knows they're going to try and attack him again. Spika's already, during that game, he was already out jungling Blabber anyway. Uh, Spika on Volibear was way more effective um then uh blabber on Jin Zhao. honestly yeah blabber's bre- bread and butter was supposed to be he was super really he was super good on aggressive junglers and you think Jin Zhao would be his fucking god tier aggressive jungler if you want an aggressive jungler hell man Jin Zhao is exactly what you need perks well, getting okay. caught out in the mid lane against power of evil him giving over that kill of speaker did not help at all yeah either. so how to say this? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they misjuggled aggro. I also feel kind of bad, though, because it was so little mechanic thing that uh, mm-hmm. some, some of the newer people might not be aware of. Um, the tower shots increase in consecutive <laughs> damage by the number of tower shots and I believe it's cha- they changed it because uh, this was back like a season or so ago, but I'm pretty sure it still changed to the point where it just is continually doing more and more damage for just the consecutive number of tower shots, ne- not necessarily the consecutive number of tower shots on each champion. So mm-hmm. they had to juggle three tower shots between two champions that did not have enough max health between either of them to survive two consecutive t- tower shots mm-hmm. after the first one. So... There was definitely mechanical misplays, and I 100% agree with you. That is, that was a big point where I'm just like, okay, that's gonna. Remember, that's gonna... After that, 14 minutes in, they gank him again because his lanes messed up at that point. His lanes, yeah. Once he died right there, and his lanes pushing like that. If you guys don't know, if you if you die in a certain position in league, and your lane is pushing like that, and you come back, your lane's always gonna be put. Your your lane is messed up. Blabber yeah. have to go up there and refix it for him in order to actually make sure his lane's stable. They know Blabber's not going back because his Jace advantage is over. So that yeah. means they know that Blabber can't go back, so they continuously gank him. Now he's really far behind. Their biggest lane is over. Perks yeah. also was Perks. He was effective on Syndra a little bit. Perks but, was pretty good on Syndra. He was pushing yeah. Power of Evil around a, a good number of times. Was to, good, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he almost solo killed him at least once in mm-hmm. that lane. Um, so no, he Perks was was not the problem. In the TSM game specifically, I think what we really saw was King. It was a game where if the their backup plan was essentially Ezreal's fucking broken. <laughs> so if if Jace doesn't perfectly work out, it's fine. We have a disgusting Ezreal who Jace has now basically taken up the entirety. Yeah, Jace is behind. He's fucking useless. Oh no. We have a Ezreal who's been left to free farm. Mm. But of course, you know, TSM also has Cogma. So it was 
it was a really rough draft from uh, Cloud9 that they had a chance to win, but their execution and their wins can their win conditions were a hell of a lot harder to execute on than TSM. Mm-hmm. And I think they could have pulled it off. They didn't mm-hmm. pull it off. Sucks to lose we'll, to TSM. It, it, always, it sucks to use uh, to, to TSM. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. it's, always, it's, it's, it's a rivalry thing, guys. This is the best rivalry in the LCS that's ever been here. You know, and it, it always sucks to lose to TSM. Yeah, it I'm going to talk, talk about that replay files the LCS did when they completely mishandled, miss through the rivalry between Cloud9 and TSM, there was so much more you could have did with that specific episode. Mm-hmm. They ruined it. But we'll talk about that after we get done with the uh, the region. So the other match of the week was before Cloud9 versus TSM, which was 100 Thieves versus Team Liquid. Mm-hmm. This was a much better game than Cloud9 mm-hmm. versus Team Liquid. <laughs> banger game like by the scoreline you guys are gonna like okay this is some fucking trash no 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 no. actually no. watch it early no. it's actually really exciting though i'll, I'll give it that Close 100 off, yeah man. yeah 100 thieves um like they they earn their names they earn their names <laughs> taking that game i it, actually no i won't even say that because that implies they stole the win they they didn't fucking <laughs> steal the win they Stole fucking hearts. <laughs> dude, they were so fucking good. Even in the bot lane, FBI. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought FBI was gonna be a top five ADC at best. Mm-hmm. And then it, you know, oh, he's on a good team. You know, he can play support from behind and he could just whatever mm-hmm. closer and whatever the Abadage and whatever their their solo lanes are te- doing it good on. FBI has shown he could follow up on that shit. It's gonna be perfect. Mm-hmm. What did they put in the fucking Cheerios? Because suddenly, who he and, and FBI are like, hey, 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 tactical, hey, hey, one v one me, two v two us. Not been playing good display. Yeah, because we'll talk about TL during this game, and we'll talk about them more extensively in just a second. So, Hunter Thieves they drafted in this game: Lee Sin, Diana, Renekton, Vane, and Set. Who he on set? I was like, okay, that's probably mm. a lot. You just gave him one of one of his best support champions right there. You know, and I'm saying this too. I'm making a bold call right now. Hunter Thieves is going to be in the finals of the LCS 2021 Summer Split. They're going to be that's in the finals bold. against that's bold. X, X team. Mick, X team will be there, but Hunter Thieves, I think they'll, they'll they'll make the finals. I think this is a team that we can potentially. This is the Hundred Thieves that continues to play for the rest of the season. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, yes. This was the yes. team fight that really broke the game out because I, I, I think one person was missing on the mini map. If you really look at it, I think Jensen wasn't there. No, he TP'd. Someone wasn't there on the side. Oh, Abadage wasn't there because he didn't have TP. Jenkins was doing really well in the one v one against him. Closer gets his triple kill, and then TL actually won this fight. I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those banger games right here where teams just went mm-hmm. back and forth, and the fights are just so close. No. no. DL <laughs> <laughs> got like the back end of this fight. Closer was just a fucking monster on Diana. I did not expect that. I thought it was just like, okay, they're going to catch him off guard. They're going to get the mechanics a couple of times, but no, mm-hmm. no. His... That was really good right there, too. That, that yeah. kick flash where it threw him back. I was like, well, I, I don't know why he jumped into that. This was Abadage's worst game so far. I don't know why he just jumped into that. He had a bad game against Jenkins. But he... but... Even though Abadage didn't have like the the one v nine game, mm-hmm. it was it. 
the fact that Hundred Thieves as a total, as an entire unit, even without Abadage, were capable of just taking it to hundred uh, to TL like th- this. Oh my god, this is so just, good. Oh my that god, was so good. The he- the hex in and then using the back step to bait uh, the TL mm-hmm. forward so that yeah. he could alt and uh, pull them in was just mm, closer. Closer, man. The, Closer, hey, Cloud9 might need a new jungler, you know? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I mean, Closer's got a reputation for being a uh, a two-season a two-season champion, so uh, we'll oh, see. Yeah. We'll, see. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. But 100 yeah, exactly. Thieves has been 100 Thieves has been looking a whole lot better with their acquisition of Abadage in the mid lane. They played really well up against Team Liquid. And now Team Liquid... My issue here is the same thing we talked about earlier with uh, Alfari and Team Liquid is, like, unlike King, who wasn't really impactful in any of Cloud9's wins, Jenkins has actually been pretty impactful in some of their wins, though. But it has been on Akali, pretty broken champion, right? But mm-hmm. he has been really key in their wins, though. So at, at right now, do you switch him out when he's having pop-off performances like this, though? Yeah. Yes, you do. Because... Yeah. Jenkins is still new and he's going to get exploited to fuck. Right now, I'm mm-hmm. I I've always stated that uh the reason Cloud9 benched Zven wasn't because Zven skill there, level, yeah. Or skill level or anything. Um mm-hmm. there might have been something extra going on behind the scenes. Like Zven might might have just been like, yo, I know you guys are looking to like get the academy players some some scrim time or some LCS time because mm. you know that's what Cloud9 does. They resell players for an insane amount of uh, <laughs> of money. Yeah, <laughs> Cloud9 more like Cloud9K. Woo! Oh my god! Um, <laughs> um, but so King, it kind of made sense in my mind that you know they mm. come back give the team a little bit of a uh, fresh face, some, some young blood to pump them up or something like that. Uh, the first few games of the spin, I'm not going to say they don't matter, but they don't matter as much. Cause when you get into dog days, when mm. you have to start really focusing on qualifying and everything uh, you, you want your best team forward. And so mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me that they, I was thinking they were going to swap out Plapper for someone. Um, but yeah, again, maybe there was something where Sven, personally had some issues or wanted to take a small break or something like that maybe they fucking flipped a coin for it you know like just brought in blabberids then like all right <laughs> both of you requested a, a little bit of a breather we're gonna flip heads or tails to see which one of you uh which one of you gets the break um fuck if i know um mm-hmm. but, but even for like team liquid dude jensen has not looked that good most of the year outside of they like, need that star last... power man yeah the, they the need thing... that like, uh, I like Jenkins. I, I liked what he showed for Team Liquid, though. I think he had some nice pop-off performances, but mm-hmm. Alfari is just too good not to play. Like, Santorin has... I knew this going into this year. He wasn't going to be what this team needed, though. He was going to be a facilitating jungler. That's all yeah. he is. I like, I knew going in, he it? wasn't going to be... His, the ex, he's not the X-Factor they need. He's literally no. not. No. You said it. I said it. Like, two other people on this show. I'm pretty sure Blue said it. Even It was just like, yeah. Everyone knew that Santorin was not going to be the X Factor. He was going to be the facilitator. Mm -hmm. And now you've got a player, a top laner, your star power, who Mm -hmm. is... You're paying them a million dollars a year, is I believe what uh, the estimated contract worth of Afari is. 
um, to sit around and twiddle his thumbs. No. Yeah. No, it's just no. It would be like, I don't fucking know. I mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone follows sports, but it'd be like Oh, I do. Uh, <laughs> you do. Okay. So it would be like, I don't know, Edmonton draft or like drafting <laughs> flurry or something like that. And being like, Yeah, no, we're we're gonna put you on uh on line six, surrounded by a bunch of uh young blood guys, and it's just like no. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So it's one of these things where like Team Liquid, you would you would see their players on paper and go, man, they have Santorin, Jensen, Tactical, Core JJ. Okay, they have this sub right now with Jenkins. This team should still be contending with the other best teams in the league, like TSM, Cloud9, and 100 Thieves. Team Liquid, Team Liquid even lost to Cloud9 with King. That should mm-hmm. tell you how badly they're playing. Mm-hmm. They lost to Cloud9 with King in a very stop game. That was one of the actual games with King they stomped him on. The, it's the like, fact that Tactical didn't just straight dumpster King. is insane. Yeah. And to be fair, like, FBI had some good... Like, FBI and Huey had some good fucking plays. Mm-hmm. And Huey especially, like, support carry. FBI is not a bad player, but, like, Huey was the star for me in that, in that, uh, in that mm-hmm. lane. But Vulcan is, and King... I mean, they pass, they scrape by. They're not like mm-hmm. y- you don't hear like, oh, it's Vulcan and, uh, Vulcan and King. They're like top three contenders. They're just gonna one v nine every. No, you don't. You don't hear that. Um, and the fact that tactical and uh, the fact that tactical Core wasn't JJ. able to, and Core JJ, Core JJ, that was the other player that I was like, what is the player that I was severely disappointed in mm-hmm. for TL and. Right, that was another point that I wanted to make for mm-hmm. TL. Core JJ is not. It, it, he, he's not had he's a good. Not, split he's before. not. No, he is not being the playmaker that. Uh, he is not the playmaker that they need right now, and mm-hmm. it's showing because every last split, last mm-hmm. split, every single major TL win, every single success that TL had mm-hmm. came off of Core JJ's back. Like he was a fucking rock for that team, mm-hmm. and I'm just not seeing him. So tactical is is a bit of a problem. But the fact that Core JJ isn't having the impact and isn't having the the big brain plays and isn't you know being the engaged support savant mm-hmm. that TL needed uh, that they need right now is more concerning than anything. Because it's like if you if you pull the Core JJ out of TL. I mean, they, they've proven that with Jenkins, they can at least like they can pull in another top laner who can who can carry. But yeah. it's not the same as Alfari, though. It's like yeah. I, I get it. Like a new player can come in, have a good performance, but they're not the star player, though. I there's no way TL will ever try to get to some people with logical brains and tell and like they're trying to tell people, oh yeah, we were always planning on benching Alfari. Really, you were planning on benching your best player. Really, get the fuck out of here. No one's gonna believe that shit. Not even a, a monkey with no brain would believe that shit, you know? And, like, you you start to notice what a star... And this is the key thing for a lot of new people watching is you start to understand what is a star player and what is a basic average player, though. Like, looking at the level of dropping gameplay with Cloud9 and looking at the level of dropping gameplay from Team Liquid without having Alfari and Zen. You clearly see it, though. Yeah. You know? the, the difference between TL and C9 and the reason nobody believes that when TL says that it was planned all along, C9 started with King. They mm-hmm. benched Ven in the offseason 
and went in with King. And so it was very clear, a very deliberate, like, yo, we're going to start King. This this isn't uh, something that we're, like, you know, making a snap decision on. We're starting King. And versus TL, I mean, after a couple of games, they were like, ah, the, the, we're, yeah, we, it was our plan. We were going to play off Ari for, like, two games. And, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then really? Coming, you were going to, yeah. really? You were planning on yeah. the guy you almost won a championship yeah. with? Really? We, really? It, it, was, it was our plan all along, trust me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so actually, you know. <laughs> that's why nobody believes them. It, it's because, yeah, this was basically, yeah. like, it's like, imagine, like, you're, like, planning on shooting yourself in the foot. And you do it deliberately to prove you could do it, but you still know you're stupid for doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than um, Team Liquid and, and their bad, horrible split so far, mm-hmm. you know, e- e- even Cloud9, man, and looking at their players, dude, I don't think I could put any of the Cloud9 players in an all pro teams, maybe even by the end of the split, man. It's looking kind of rough here for some like Team Liquid and Cloud9. I, I have. Well, you have the faith. I, mean, I have faith. C9 fan, yeah. If he's C9 mm. fan cast, who would have known that we're Cloud9 mm. fans? Oh man, shocking. Oh, oh, um, well, I have, well, yeah, I have that name here for Cloud. That's all it's for, fair, you know. Fair. fair. <laughs> um. So yeah, they'll they'll turn it around. Um. Mm-hmm. Will and to be fair, I I I do think these teams will be top four. I do think that yeah. they can turn it around for Cloud9 and Team Liquid. But right now, as you guys already know, I like to talk about these things when they're happening because. Yeah, we could say, yeah, they'll turn it around. I mean, yeah, uh, but I don't bank on hindsight. That's literally banking on the future. I mean, we're, we're saying maybe they can, but it's like the thing with Fudge, right? People are like, well, he was going to get better. I mean, th- wait, what are you talking about? Like, But I have to judge his play right now, though, you know? I have to judge he's doing what he's giving me right now. I can't bank on, oh, well, he'll get better in the future, so that'll excuse all of his bad performances he's had right now. Like, no, what the fuck? The, That's the never happened only- with any player ever. Yeah, so the only thing I can say is uh, we'll know after the first two games if there is something more that we need to be worried about. Because if Zven comes back in and Cloud9 doesn't pull a 180, if suddenly they aren't the team that we remember at MSI, at that point, I think we can confidently go, okay, there's a little more to this than just we brought in a new player. Yeah, the last two teams to talk about the last two teams to really go over the top teams is TSM. Uh, um, they played really, they played pretty good this past week, and the only really like the only really suspect game from TSM was their Immortals Mm -hmm. game. That's the only really problem with their gameplay this past week. They've they've been a team that's been ramping up and getting better, you know, because, like, the only other team after them to talk about is, like, CLG. I like when an underdog team like them pulls out <laughs> champions like Kled yeah. and Vi. I love that shit. It, it, it gives me this reassurance that, okay, they realize this. They know they're not good, so they have to try something different to win. I, I'll always respect that. I'll always respect that. It shows innovation, and maybe them pulling out champions like that makes other people and the, these other top teams we have pull out these champions as well. The the 1v1s between Finn and Impact, I don't care if you like CLG at all. The 1v1s between Kled and Lee Sin from Impact and Finn were fucking amazing to watch. That shit was beautiful how Impact thought he was going to win that other one and he died. And after that, he fucking gave over the laning phase to Kled. Because like, as we said before with 
Fudge and um, Jace. The same thing happened with Kled and uh, Finn. Kled has to be ahead in the lane. Like he's not a mm-hmm. champion you just like lose on and you you can do well in team fights. No, he's a split pushing champion like York, and you have to win your lane. That's what he yeah. is. Now the flip side of that is I I will I will say this. I think the reason that the IMT strategy won uh, was because nobody fucking plays against Kled. Like oh, sorry, TLG, <laughs> TLG. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, in theory, comps are the same, but everyone, I feel like drafting Jace at this point is basically drafting in the vague hope that you'll mm-hmm. be the one team to pull it off and change Jace's <laughs> uh, statistical value for the forever because Jesus Christ, just just teams stop fucking picking Jace. Dude, I, that's, I, the, that's the same way the I, I see with time. Karma, too. I, I see teams picking Karma like you lost. You pick Karma, you lose. Because I, I know NA teams aren't going to break Karma the way LS and other people talk about it like that. You and, know? and even then, like, there was a... I, I can't remember who it was, but there was, like, someone who was a fucking god on Jace mm-hmm. because of one game. Actually, I think it was uh, uh, Dom Juan uh, drafted Jace uh, mid in the last game and they were like mm-hmm. oh it's because he's a god like there was this one game <laughs> there was one game one time where he was just like he got ahead and he was hitting shock blast and he just it, it was fucking over he was amazing and i'm just like i'm just sitting there like okay so the one game out of how many uh, <laughs> how, how many jace games have we have been lost what's that it's like what evidence oh no <laughs> Teams using anecdotal, like players know, using right? anecdotal evidence to cover up their shitty tracks. It's like it, it, it's it's the same thing where like everyone wants to talk about when they're right, but no one wants to talk about when they're wrong. So like this part of the game, guys, where like um, cl- uh, Finn yes. messed up and didn't think we're <laughs> fucking impact would flash it right there. That shit was beautiful to watch. Like this stuff is amazing oh, to watch live though. It was, and then yeah. when uh right when he got the revenge kill that, 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 that this shit is sweet revenge right here. He thinks mm-hmm. he can kill him because he took that tower shot, went in, nope, click it's the remount now. He's got the three yep. autos in. Oh oh my god, impact oh. just gave him the lane. Right there he gave the lane up because yep. Juzuke came in, didn't get the trade kill. If Juzuke had gotten the trade kill off of that, it would have salvaged the laning phase. Pobalter comes in flashes in and does the taunt and then yep he's dead this game's over there juzuke literally flipped the game when he didn't need to why did he go up top lane you know what's really frustrating about all of this it's shit like this it is these fucking like <laughs> heads up play teleports and shit where pull uh where pull belter is like right where he needs to be at the best time humanly mm-hmm. possible it's the reason teams keep picking him up and it's fucking frustrating because god damn it pull belter should not be relevant. Stop making him relevant. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, people. Like <laughs> this is such basic stuff. Why did Juzuke TP into that? Why did he's, he <laughs> he's literally just saw him lose the 1v1? Yeah. He literally lost, he literally lost the second 1v1. That's it, <laughs> it's, it's so frustrating. I, I just oh uh, oh yeah. That oh, that, that flash that he did so was good. so beautiful. That impact flash is, literally impact is straight up carrying EG. Impact you're doing so well. You're yeah. impact's what the best top laner in the league, honestly. I'd say second or third best. Second best. Mm-hmm. Right just there where he gets, yeah. Like, oh yeah, he got pressed the attack off and shit. Yeah. Oh, so he got good. pressed the attack Why off. Why did he TP? He has no health. 
Yeah, he could have canceled the T. Or no, no, they can't cancel T. Right? Oh, you can't cancel T anymore. Yeah, you can't t- cancel T anymore. How long have you <laughs> date to date yourself? How to how to <laughs> fucking date yourself in League of Legends? Oh my god, why did you cancel the TP? Shit, that was too soon. <laughs> I I really think they, they need to implement canceling TPs again, dude. I, I don't stand. I don't because make it makes ones. it makes shit like this so much more entertaining. Because you know what's going through his head, right? You know <laughs> in, in his head. He's like, "All right, I'm TPing in. We're gonna. This is like guaranteed. I'm gonna be able to reset the wave from. Everything's perfect." And then, like, as soon as it fucks up, he's just sitting there for those extra half seconds, just like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> <laughs> My mind's telling me no. <laughs> exactly. Old Danny mistake, tried but. this game. Like Danny has been a better improvement over Deathly, but it's just not enough, though. Like, no. EG, I don't think EG are a bad team. EG are a team that are going to end the split or this part of the summer split so far with as many wins as they have losses. That's it. Mm-hmm. I agree. They'll end basically one game and then the same amount of losses. <laughs> I mean... That's I, it. That's I, all I see, yeah. man. They're just I, a I really would just say weirdly, they're... inconsistently consistent team. That's all they are. That, that, and that's it. So they've got like two players who are consistent, Ignar and, e- and uh, Impact. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the two of them are just like, all right, guys, this is how we're gonna win. We're gonna win this <laughs> like this. We got a plan. We're gonna execute it. Perfect. And then you've got Jazuke and Sped Scared, <laughs> who are just like fucking Chad sunglasses, just like, all right, boys, dude, we're going Sven in. Scaring, and scaring us played so bad, and he played pretty well last split, considering EG was a dumpster fire team last split. Yeah, like, uh, but that's pretty much it. Uh, for uh, this week of the LCS 2021 Summer Split, I want to give credit to Broxa. He played really well on the Vi pick. I'm glad a team like CLG can pull out these picks and show that you can play these off picks and they still can have usefulness in the competitive meta. Now we're going to move on to Europe, guys. Uh, Fnatic ended up going 2-0. They, yeah. Selfmade did not get his revenge against Fnatic, though. All self-made. But, dude... I don't know if you saw on Twitter every every reason wrong with the world is because of self made. I thought that was yeah, funny. Fuck. That, was, that was fucking amazing. I love it. It's just like self made was the reason for coronavirus. <laughs> that was like I was just like, oh, how I started watching this. I was like, there's no way they're gonna go that deep or they're gonna not gonna be that dark. And then it's just like, right, okay. Right, in all the way, got it. <laughs> Something is the reason why Biden was elected. I was like, Oh my god, you people are going to hell! You Holy guys are going to hell, yeah, straight <laughs> to hell. Now, though, this week shows me that teams in the LEC, the even the bottom tier teams, can compete against the top tier teams, like even a player like Dan. A player mm-hmm. that people like just write off no matter what. Dan had a really good week. Like Dan yeah. had a great week when we gonna excel. Those that Jin Zhao, that volleyball performance that he had was really good. It's just that well, he's on Excel. Mm. <laughs> you know, at that but point when you're named like, a, when you're named after a Microsoft product, I mean it's just it's <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> Oh my god! So the match of the week here, because we already, I, I, I already broke down the LEC uh, with Warren. So I'll just cover a few games right now, so we can, uh, you know, head out of here because Trekhawk wants to go sleep with his wife. Obviously, you know. Obviously, clearly. And then let me bring up this uh, G two versus Rogue uh, parts oh, right such here. A good game. That was a good game too. Like, that was a great game. Hansama and uh, Trimby, I think they did really, really, really well against Reckless and 
uh, Mickey X right here. And I think a lot of people are just going to see, oh, yeah, Rogue beating G2. It, it isn't that, like, classic? If you, if you don't watch the game, then sure, I guess, you know? Uh, let me pause it right about here. Okay. So the two most in interesting games to me uh, for this past uh, weekend for the LEC 2021 Summer Split Week 2 was when you had Team Vitality taking on Fnatic. Obviously, Selfman wants to get his revenge on Fnatic. He, he obviously left his team. Adam has played really well. Adam is so good. Keep, please Adam keep is, this guy in the top lane. Yeah. Adam, oh my god. I, Dude. I'm i sorry. What did I fucking say? Everyone was like, oh my god, Adam. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, have you fucking seen him? He's a god. Like, he's a mechanical monster. Mm -hmm. What? Ugh. It's so <laughs> He's like, I feel vindicated. I, I feel vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's so it's so true. And okay, this I'm not, I'm just gonna this say is this. Pure inting right here. This is literally pure inting. This no, pure, no, yeah. pure. Please leave. Selfie. No, please. No, Mer Stop mercy, it. mercy. Selfie's got like the blood in his eyes. He's just like, <laughs> I got this, guys. One v three. Rumble's op. And then no, no. Just... Game's over at this point. Right when they they yeah. all died right there, the game is over. Done. Done. GG. It's over. You yeah. can't be Rumble and your early game effect is going down bot lane and griefing level five. You, you Not what you need to be doing there, buddy. Yeah. You can't give Kindred two kills. Uh, and you can't give upsets Kindred two kills and expect Calista. it to be like or sorry, Callista, uh, two kills and expect it to be okay. You can't just be like, it's it's fine, it's fine, everything's fine. No, yep. Everything's not fine. The house is on fire. <laughs> yeah, at this point, just you're not going to get any objectives. You're forever going to just be waiting in a bush to die instantly to Akali and uh, to Buepo. And yeah, it just it just went from bad to worse. Dude, they have no damage here. This composition sucks yeah. too. Renekton, mm -hmm. Rumble, uh, Yon, uh, Ezreal, and Leona versus Olaf, Rumble, and... Um, no, sorry. Uh, Olaf, Viego... Akali, Kalista, and Brom, right? Like, mm -hmm. even if SLT, he was doing fine uh, in the Renekton against uh, Adam's Olaf, but it doesn't matter. His team was way too far behind. Dude, they had like way a 15,000. Dude, they had a, a 5,000 gold lead. I think like almost 15 minutes into the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right here. Yeah. <sighs> Your game's done. Sorry, self-made. And, and, yep. and it's the thing with Team Vitality, dude. It's like they changed out of their mid, jungle, and top laner, though. They're already like on a back foot in terms of synergy compared to mm -hmm. other teams, though. Why is he face-checking this with no vision? Why? Mercy, please. <laughs> it's... I I honestly... Watching this game, it was just so fun to see <laughs> Fnatic they just... just at the fan and yeah. just die consistently. <laughs> Fnatic was just having way too much fun in this game. After the, the failed mm -hmm. dive down bot, after self-made kind of just fucked up, uh, I feel like Fnatic was just like, all right, all right, we got this. Let's just you know, <laughs> you know, they were going like, yeah, fuck self, maybe stuck it to him for leaving Fnatic, you know? Yeah, <laughs> to no, totally. Uh, Adams Olaf is mm -hmm. also, I know Olaf isn't exactly met. Oh my god, that rumble up. Oh, so bad. That was so bad. That was self that self made's rumble alts at least Work hit people though. So, like, he at least has that on, uh, on uh, no, Santorian. Mm -hmm. Santorian's rumble ults. Mm. Santorian mm. and self rumble ults are abysmal. You, they need to go the self-made at least was hitting people. 
Santorian was literally just <laughs> fucking mystic. He, he, might as, he might as well just throw him into the river with, with nobody yeah. there. Yeah, no, it was it was just like and there were so many moments where like, oh shit, Rumble Alt's gonna come down, and then it didn't, and then he'd like drop it five seconds later on like the fucking support at the back, and I'm just like this just goes to show you when a composition like this gets behind, there's nothing you can do. And there's like, who knows? Do. Who knows? Like, Fnatic, this might be one one of their more better weeks, though. But because like, people are going like, "Well, Whipple Jungle." Th th this just pretty much means it solidified that you know this is a, a good decision. We're only in week two no. so far. There's many more weeks to play. Fnatic will lose games, and we'll see. Now, the other game this week that really caught my eye outside of G two versus Astralis was this game. G2 versus Rogue, the match of the week. Trimby and Hansama played really, really well. You know, I, I, I've given my fair share of criticism to Trimby. I didn't think he was that good that, that split at all. He's definitely stepped up so far these past few weeks. Yanko getting that solo kill on the Hansama right, right there. Uh, but this was a pretty good game so far, mm -hmm. you know? I love this game. It was, it was pretty good, you know? But the thing here is, like, on average, G2 just, they just have the better players, though. Like, what can you do, you do? though? Yeah, so even if like, you get these little advantages here, it doesn't matter. They just uh, by, by, just by far have the better players, though. Yeah, maybe not and, in jungle right now because Jinko's been kind of you know fucking up. Yeah, but to, no. To be honest, it, at the end of the day, what G two has that they can just rely on is star power. They have unlimited star power, and it shows because even when they're behind. Mm -hmm. There is, you have to have the entirety of G2 in an unwinnable position mm -hmm. because every, it feels like every single, maybe not Yankos, maybe not Yankos, but like it, what it feels like right now is if every single lane is not absolutely 100% in an unwinnable position, one of G2's players mm -hmm. will put them on a, all in a backpack and just carry them to the finish line. Dude, and, even in the Tristana game that Reckless played against Astralis, he was their X factor when the other lanes were kind of also not doing yeah. so well later on. Yeah. And that's the that's the reason they brought in Reckless. Mm -hmm. It's sure is Reckless the absolute god tier be all and end all AD carry to, to for for the entirety of Europe. No, there are definitely 80 carries who equal him in terms of mechanical skill. But mm -hmm. this guy's ability to just always... It, there is not a single team who is going to be thinking to themselves, man... That was man, so good right there. Oh, oh that, that was so such good. a good... Yeah. yeah. There's not a single team that's going to be like, man, reckless. There's no way he can carry a game, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. just one of these things... Where you, you see G2 and you go like, okay, like they kind of failed last split, let's be honest here. They got first mm -hmm. place in the regular season. They definitely failed uh, in the playoffs. But like you still can't really count them out. You're still no. going to give this team the respect and be like, okay, they're still not bad. They still have good players. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, go. Sorry. I was, no, I was, I was just going to say uh, th there's no way that you can discount these these players. Like – in NA, you could be like, oh man, TL, like, you know, yeah, that you've got Alfari, you've got uh, fucking Jensen, you've got Tactical and all of these guys. But it, comparing them to Caps and Reckless and uh, and Wonder and, and these guys, like, it just kind of feels like, I don't know, like, comparing a Ginla to Dwayne Gretzky. Yeah, it's yeah. like the thing where people are like, you know, why does Reckless play always this safe? I, I, I've never always agreed with his more passive play style. My thing here is, dude, like, 
don't know if you guys play League at all, because it's just by how people talk to me, they don't. You can't just go walk up as an ADC and just j- j- start fighting. That's not how that works. No. Now I get it. Sometimes he can like be a little passive in certain damage output that he can put out. I agree with that. That's fair criticism. But to say like he should just walk up and just start fighting is stupid. You're no. you don't play ADC then. You can't do that. I'll actually kick a player. If I own a team and I saw that, I I just kick you because you're trash. You can get out of my team. I'll let I call it doing the, that. Yeah, no, totally. I call it the reckless effect because mm-hmm. there is reckless feels like playing against Nasus, where there is a timer on the game every single time you play against him. And that timer is four items. Because as soon as Reckless gets to four items, which is like the average item count that it takes for most AD carries outside of a uh, broken fucking Ezreal uh, to power spike. As soon as those four items hit, you are playing a, a potentially losing game. You are playing a game where it doesn't matter how far you are ahead, you now have the potential to lose any single team fight that Reckless is able to properly f- get around and, and start to output his damage. It was like this the, team fight was really yeah. close between Astralis. Uh, credit to Astralis, they played really well. Oh yeah, know? full credit to Astralis. Mm-hmm. Like promise you, please kick that guy. That guy is so bad. That guy <laughs> sucks, dude. That guy. L- l- what? Why did he hook himself into wonder? Why? He mm. did nothing there. <laughs> he hooked himself into a tank. He just died. Oh my god! Xandro's like, rumble, rumble ultimate is way too soon. They could actually yeah. win this fight. Xandro's rumble ultimate is way way too soon. If you go back and look right here, his rumble ultimate is too soon. If he just holds it just a little bit longer, he would have had it to place right here where they're all going to come into this choke point and he would have, and they would have won the fight though. They yep. misplaced their ultimate in CC too, too quick. Yeah. And to be fair, like it's a stressful situation. It's a stressful game. You're, mm-hmm. you're never going to be able to do it properly. Oh, as uh, an ADC, I, that uh, is a, that's the that is oh, a mood. The sad B. Yeah, that is a fucking <laughs> mood right there. Um, but no, it's like, yeah, it, there is a reason that Reckless is still considered to be one of the best ADCs, and it's just mm-hmm. it's for that reason. You cannot count G two out at any point until you have that victory screen plastered in front of you, or mm-hmm. you're just shoving down the Nexus with with a, a full ace ba- uh, backed on your team fight. You cannot count G2 out, and that is probably the scariest thing about that team. When you compare them to like the you know the super teams, quote unquote super teams mm-hmm. in NA, like the Cloud Nines and the TLs, they there is no team in, t- in North America where that has the same kind of feeling, where it does not matter how fucking stompy the game is that you. There's just this pressure with G2 mm-hmm. that it, it, I can't I can't properly put it into words, but no NA team is able to it, it has the same kind of pressure. And Astralis, it it does they played phenomenally well, but they they felt exactly what happens when when Reckless gets unlocked, and th- there's no way around it. Reckless can absolutely one v nine and take over a game. ZX says, so is Fnatic shit now? No, they actually had a really good, they, they've had a pretty solid good two weeks so far, you know, but I want to get, I don't want to just over 
say certain things about them so far. I, I don't want to talk about them so far, like in a true and death way, because like the Whipple Jungle Swap, I want to give about one more week. And then, and like after pretty much about week three or four, we'll kind of see what team they are. Though I do think Niski upset, they played good. So Adam, Niski, and upset have played great so far. Niski has really like stepped it up so far. Like he's not the takeover the game 1v9 player, but he's been not the losing lane player that a lot of people have been associating him with though. Hillisang is still Hillisang relatively, you know, and Whipple Jungle, I want to see more of it though. And then this is the last thing we're going to do before we head out of here. We do our predictions here. As you guys know, we're going to be in week five of the LCS 2021. Yeah, week five of the LCS 2021 uh summer split right is it week five or week four pretty sure it's week five pretty sure it's week five yeah yeah i think it's week five I wasn't that should that should be week five because no wait no uh week four. no it no it's the 27th week four, week four. Week four. right yeah. yeah there you go i'm already thinking damn oh uh, man yeah, you're getting old dude uh, predictions for the lcs 2021 summer split week four right here so we have any banger? Let's see if we have any banger matchups this uh, week. So week, f- all right, week four on Friday. Who do you have? Just you don't have to give any examples. All right, sorry, any long uh, answers. TL. Uh, okay. Hundred thieves. If hundred thieves loses that game, mm-hmm. uh, Cloud Nine. Uh, I'm sorry, GG. It ain't gonna happen luck- again. He got lucky the first time. You that got was lucky. luck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was straight up luck. Yeah. Uh, you caught you caught Cloud9 in the shower with their pants down. All right, it's not gonna happen Damn, again. It's hot, um, ooh, very hot. Mm. Um, perks in the shower with the pants. Uh, no, shake Yo, shake God. it off, shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, IMT, they're on a hot streak, or uh, CLG's on a hot streak, but uh, mm. IMT's been taking names, so give them benefit of the doubt. Uh, TSM, just because FlyQuest hasn't, it's FlyQuest. FlyQuest did beat them before, though. That's the thing, yeah, Remember? but it's like FlyQuest is also. It's hot, then you're cold. It's yes, then you're no. You're oh, my you're... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. All right. So, Trackhouse going to yeah. kill me over here. Yeah. Uh, for Obviously. Me, team, team Liquid, 100 Thieves, Cloud9, CLG, and TSM. Saturday. Oh, I've got the banger right there. 100 Thieves. Can Cloud9 get the revenge against the 100 Thieves? Ooh. Because they stomped them the last time around, but that was with King. Yeah. So, we'll see with Zven. Can Cloud9 actually beat them this time around i i want to say yes but you know what here i'll do this team liquid dignit team liquid dignitas hundred thieves should win but no we are saying clubs going three zero this week team liquid <laughs> dignitas cloud nine uh tsm and imt i'm gonna say CLG just because TL uh, TL is oh, gonna. God. Like... Oh my God! <laughs> hey man, I've got fin- more. Fin and Broxer, hey, fin- and more... are just gonna take. Uh, are just gonna take Jenkins and Santorin and oh, just. Yeah, like... you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the the, the bed sheet <laughs> over top of the head. It's just. Oh my God! Oh my God! Yeah. Um. Dig should win versus FlyQuest unless FlyQuest like. Mm-hmm. Unless Licorice returns to form, um, uh-huh. for the hunt, oh, that's a tough one. I want to say Cloud Nine, but if these wins, I'm not surprised. You know, yeah, if Closer shows up and Blabber doesn't, 
then is, it's probably you know, very possible. Yeah. Very possible. It mm-hmm. could definitely be Hundred Thieves. So uh, I'm going to say Cloud Nine just because I'm a fanboy and I have to. Uh, but I, I I could definitely see Hundred Thieves winning. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, I want to see Impact stomp the shit out of Huni, but Huni's been playing pretty good. So if TSM gets Lee Sin, they win. If they don't, EG. Um, the 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 bottom one no one cares about so i'm just gonna say i'm t <laughs> oh god and sunday sunday you have uh let's see good game on sunday is tl versus tsm Ooh, so i'm gonna go with eg 100 thieves tsm FlyQuest and Cloud9. Now what's crazy is that CLG just played a really close game against Cloud9 the last time they played like last week. <laughs> so Oh, who knows? It's, it's scary. Yeah. But Wild Turd versus Ven. Uh... Oh, yeah. yeah, he's not playing. <laughs> you're not playing yeah. this time around. You're, you're not playing. Against, you're not yeah. playing against Academy. Sorry, Wild Turtle. Um, <laughs> I I think you're probably right. I'm gonna say EG Hundred Thieves. T. I feel like TSM, unless Elfari gets subs in, uh, subbed in. If mm-hmm. Alfari gets subbed in, I, I think TL. Um, you know, we'll give it to we'll give it to Golden Guardians just because like they they uh, get one they get what they get one of three they get one of three they get one of three each is week, it, man. Is it, is it narrow in your room with a fucking shotgun? <laughs> <laughs> no, the 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 GG's uh, their their manager is behind me. I just hear just like <laughs> you're going to give us one win, boy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, hey man, GG. Hey man, if they, they, I think they have beaten FlyQuest though. They did they beat FlyQuest in there. That's yep. true. So you're Golden, saying Golden Guardians? Yeah. Oh god, the Golden, the dreaded Golden Guardians prediction. Well, they're gonna get shit on by IMT and Cloud9 first, so they're gonna oh, be yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. So, so it's gonna be like a dumpster fire followed by a trash bin fire, and then FlyQuest is gonna see like just these like uh, shirtless like homeless guys who are just like <laughs> hungry for a fucking sandwich. And yeah, that the GG's just gonna stomp them. Clearly, that's <laughs> that's my theory. <laughs> they, you know what? If CLG pick Clen and Vi, Golden Golden Guardians pick Jana mid with Cleanse and Ignite, and we'll see, just see how far that gets you. You know, that would be hey, that'd be fucking oh, hilarious. That'd be amazing. Could you imagine? Like, I don't know, like <sighs> Camille, Cl- like Cloudine versus CLG, like. Fudge takes Camille and they just like go back and forth of like Cled Camille fucking like Gragas in the jungle versus like some shit. All right. And that's pretty much it. We had a pretty good show today. Uh, Sorry, guys. The show's times have been changing. I've been so busy lately. You know, some other people have been busy. So just, you know, wait. The shows are usually going to be between Monday through Wednesday. I'm going to try and maybe squeeze them in on Monday now, but give or take. I'm so busy with like work and my other YouTube channel that I run and this one as well. So, you know, but most likely this episode will be out before like at, at latest Wednesday, earliest Monday, give or take. Right. Oh, at least I can say that for you guys. Um, anything you want to say man, before we uh, close out of this actually. Nah, thanks for having me as usual. And we'll, yeah, we'll catch up at some point. See you guys <laughs> later. Like comment, subscribe. Most of all, enjoy. I'm the Nightwing. Wave of Life Esports is signing out guys. Have a good day. See you next time. Peace. We're out of here.